You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Attacking Scrum podcast where Welsh rugby matters. Dan Killick is alongside me once again. Before we get underway, Dan, quick fact or fiction. Just one for you. Okie dokie. Fact or fiction, if you've never listened before, is where we debate a series of statements and decide whether they're true or false. This week's fact or fiction, there are no Welsh regions in the European competition. Fact or fiction? Facts. It's a very, very sad fact, isn't it? But... We're not going to let that get us down. We've, what have we decided to do instead? Rather than sitting here and getting maudlin, as we often do, bemoaning the state of the regions, there'll be plenty of time for that in the rest of the season, we've decided to do a little end-of-seasons-ish awards to celebrate or commiserate what has been, uh, <laughs> what has been another Pro 14 season. So we're going to be looking at the Welsh regions and deciding yeah, who the best players have been, who the best signings have been. At the end of the show, we're going to be picking a combined 15. It's not going to be easy, this, is it? Strange old season in many ways. Very isn't it? odd. Very but anyway, should we get on with the awards? Yeah, come on then. Welcome to the Attacking Scrum. End of season... Well, sort of. Pro 14, for now. Magnus League, Welsh, regions, clubs, awards. Right, so <laughs> the first award is for the best player. I think we should save the best player till last. All right, let's go with... Do you know what I mean? Best player is like best actor or best director at the Oscars, isn't it? Yeah, okay. you want to keep You want to keep that one up your sleeve. Keep the powder dry. All right, let's go with... Um, Let's go with best coach then. All right. Okay. That's yeah. an interesting starting point. And at least this way around, there can only be... Well, actually, there can be five nominations of five people who've been in charge of regions this season. If you remember, Bernard Jackman was there at the start of the season as well, mm. which is forgotten. I don't think Bernard's going to be winning this one. For me, Dan, it is Mulberry Hill straight away, hands down. Yeah, he's... Uh... I've got him down here, written in front of me. He's done right, it. It's not countdown. <laughs> I'm to try and prove it. <laughs> he's got. Um, he's done well, hasn't he? Yeah. A lot of question marks over him at the beginning. Who is he? Were you sold at the beginning? Well, no, you couldn't be really, could you? Because we hadn't heard a huge amount about him. Didn't know anything about him. Mm. But um, he's done a good job. He's done a very good job. I think he walked into something. In a, in a, it was in a fairly good state, wasn't it? From Danny Wilson, um, they've got a lot of a lot of young boys there. Um, actually, particularly a lot of them that come from the Ponty, from sort of Ponty yeah, like neck of the woods. Way, yeah, um, it's interesting. I, sometimes I don't know whether that makes it easier or not. You know, like we were saying on last week's podcast, you know, what 
Wayne Pivak is going to inherit when he becomes Wales head coach is he's going to walk into a presumably a very settled dressing room the and, thing is, and regardless, has, regardless of what happens in Rugby World Cup there's been so much stability there for so long but, and so much success though and so much success haven't had that no but it, they, Danny Wilson's last act was to, to win the Parker Penn Shield so yeah. but and it, they were playing good rugby you know yeah I think yeah but I mean they've, they've won yeah they haven't won it anywhere near as much as Wales have they I mean I think uh, he was walking into something yeah. pretty good in terms of the strength and depth of the squad because mm. when you look at the squad that they've got it's a good it's in a pretty good place um, and you know the signings that the signings that were made were, were pretty cute do you think how much do you think he would have had to do with that because it was a, it was a real they last were, minute appointment wasn't they it? were done weren't they before I think I think most I think of them before, would have been done before I think he before he turned before he turned up yeah. so yeah again he walked in he walked into something pretty good but no, I, I disagree with that Dan I think oh. I think all of these things make it a bit more difficult I think if they're not the players that you're if you've not had a say in the players that you're bringing in then I think that that makes it more difficult you know to to understand. But you've got Who a quality guy like Danny Wilson bringing in, bringing in good people. So he brought in Arhip. Mm. We agree. Well, Arhip was quite late though, actually, wasn't he? Yeah, that was a, quite a late one. It's a good, you know, it's a good signing. Although oh, he's, yeah. although he's struggled a little. Don't bit ruin the best signing category yeah. here as well. Jason Harris, Rory Thornton. You're ruining the best signing bit. No, there's, oh. I've got plenty of that. Samuel Manoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely ruining the worst <laughs> signing. <bit. laughs> there's, hey, there's a good few. There's a good few. That's. <laughs> Oh, they really to, to the dragons, yeah. <laughs> Liam Belcher and Tom Williams. So, yeah, uh, yeah he's he's done well, but I think Look, he was in yeah. a in a, a pretty good seat. I think pretty good, not great he's because he, none of the none of the regions are in a, a wonderful place. Were no, they? they're not, and that really is testament to to why he's picking this up. Is it, because all the regions really have have underachieved to this point. Now, if Cardiff to go on and make the playoffs and maybe cause an upset which I think they can you called it I called it last week and I think that might just happen I'm not saying they're going to win it but I think they could you know I think they could they could do a bit of damage the way you're going at the moment with uh, your your winnings you uh, you should put a, <laughs> that's put a true actually, yeah. that is true the new trainers have you no I haven't this be. Be, being self-employed doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't mean there's any luxuries like that Dan those, those things will be going on <laughs> will be going on paying bills so Put me off my train of thought now. What, what, what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> we're, we're still Mulver our best Hill. coach, Mulvihill. Best, yeah. best coach. So we've got Mulvihill. Good set of youngsters there. That's that's what I think the, the success of got, or the, the real potential that there is at Cardiff Blues is that set of youngsters. And certainly what we've seen in the latter part of the season is he is really getting the most out of them. And and you know, at times they gave they gave Saris a good a good run for their money. I also think the, the it was a missed opportunity that game against Glasgow in the in the European Cup. That's the that one. A, that's the one disappointment I think because yeah. it was uh, kicking themselves on that. Yeah, it was. That was a real opportunity. It was a stupid, mad game where both teams were wearing the same kit. You know, it, but that that was an opportunity. But look, I, I think it's it's a pretty simple decision here that Mulverhill is the is the head coach of the season. Pivac, you know, will not. Will not be as pleased as as he'd have wanted to have been. They haven't been able to back up the success as we covered last week. Jackman was fired five or six weeks into the season. Kerry Jones has done, done a good job. I think he has done a good job in, in very difficult circumstances. Yeah, he's steadied the ship, isn't he? They've got a lot more structure now than, yeah. than they had. He's done a done as well as he can do. I think at the moment. Yeah, but we've said they the, need the a, honeymoon period is over though. The initial good results which you often get that impetus when a new coach comes in that that has dried up now they and still look a lot more structured though. yeah they do but then you look at that Osprey's performance the other day and they were carved open far too easily so lots lots to be done there but none, nonetheless I think he's his stock has risen as a coach whether as a head coach or not remains to be seen and then Alan Clark at the Osprey's I mean I can't I can't say I've been particularly enthused by watching the Ospreys this season because it's been neither one thing nor the other it's, it's, it's been poor isn't it I don't know we could beat around the bush it's been, it's been tough to watch their games I don't know whether we judge the Ospreys by the 
the Galactico era, though? No, I don't. I, I mean, God, we're in absolute stark contrast to that. But it's this is this is a big difference from that from the year before. I think it's been really, really poor. Apart from, I think la- the last game they played, mm. there was a lot more intent on display. The error count, as we've said, was high, mm. but it was actually made for a for a you know a fairly in, fairly enjoyable game at times. I think you have to judge a coach on have they you know, do they make the most of of what they have at their disposal. We know none of the regions are, are flush with money, so like you say, the, the Galactico era that's that's long gone. Should that Ospreys team be doing more than they are at the moment? Definitely. I mean, if you're kicking the ball continuously, they've got enough strike runners in that side to be causing uh, to be causing opposition difficulty, haven't they? I think so. Yeah, you, but yeah, when the when the whole side when the whole side is fit, you I could, would say so. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely when the. You know, when you've got, you got someone like Scott Williams and... Yeah, Scott Williams, Scott Williams George, George, North. George North. Yeah, let's, let's, let's take one man here at the moment, yeah. Dan Evans. Dan Evans, yeah. Use him. He scores, scores for fun. Kieran, you know, Giles is obviously back now, but I know he wasn't before. But yeah, they've got enough players there. I think um, I'm expecting a lot more from the Ospreys. And I reckon the fans are as well. Yeah, I think you, I think you could well be right. The last few weeks, obviously, have been concentrated on what's going on with Project Reset. And that means you don't tend to drill down as much into exactly what's happening on the pitch, which is understandable. What you'd hope now that we know the Ospreys are going to be here next season, and hopefully, in my, in my opinion, I hope for you know forever. Now it's about what are they, what are they able to to do by way of recruitment. I've seen a few players sign new contracts. Corey Allen and Dan Evans both both committed to the regions. Mm. They're able to bring in some players, but I agree. I think they. I think it's not unrealistic to expect a bit more, particularly because it's just so it's so ugly at the moment. And that wasn't what I was expecting from a, a match here at Coast Backs Division. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a lot more positive, wasn't it, last week? So yeah, coming back to it then. So best coach, best John, coach Mulville. John Mulville. It's unanimous. All right, next up. Okay, next up, let's go. Uh, let's go to biggest disappointment mm. in terms of. So this could be a signing. player. It could no. This is this could be a player. Oh. It could be a signing. It could be a coach. It could be just something in general. It okay, could be whatever really you want. Yeah. What did you have that? What you? I've, I've gone you? for players. All right. Okay. Not player. Go for it because there's quite a few. So um, I've gone for <laughs> Georgie. Nemzadze, Georgie Nemzadze for the Ospreys. Yeah. Georgian, we we haven't barely seen him. Yeah. Haven't seen him. Has he been injured? Or I don't know. I thought you were going to say the big Moldovan prop who was oh. injured. Right? He's been injured the whole time. The size of him, is, yeah, he is. He's huge. Yeah, he? his photo on the website. He, he's, he's basically you only see half of him because he's not in the camera. They've had to increase the bandwidth <laughs> on the website. They've, they've had to upgrade their server. That's where all the money, all the it's money's getting got... spent at the Ospreys at the moment is upgrading the server. He's so huge. Fit his photo. On he's there. really young as well. But yeah, we haven't seen anything of him. Have we? Tough paper hands. Yeah, um, they're still trying to find some kid for him of all the things aren't they his size Le- Leslie Klim this is I, that was that was one on my list what on earth happened to him I don't know I, don't, I mean there's a lot here though go this on. is going to go, go on. on let's keep going so um, your one of your favourite players before this year mm. Sam Hidalgo Klein yeah yeah gone gone, gone wandering um, Clayton Blumenschies yeah you've been working on your pronunciation as well haven't you yeah, I've been really working. Where, have you, where have you been picking this up from? You're the man who once called him Jim Melinda. Been, been practicing all afternoon. You once said the Northampton coach was Jim Melinda. So yeah, I'm very impressed with this. You must be on the phone to someone coaching you with this. <laughs> um, who else have we got in here? Oh, I've got Blake Thompson. He's yeah, oh, that's unfair. I think I think he was excellent. Oh no, I know. I'm just looking at he's the just dis- he's, he's, he's just been. Uh, he would be disappointed with injuries himself. I'm just I'm just listing a few of the overseas. Yeah, he's played. He's played. Okay. Well. Um, I think that's uh, oh, Nansen. Yeah. So Nansen. Mm-hmm. All right. Out of those players you've mentioned, Klim was a bit of an unknown for me. He came in with a bit of Doncaster. Uh, yeah, and I know he was. Who was the coach? Is it Clyde Griffiths at, yeah. at Doncaster? Yes. Talked him up, and Jack Berger talked him up as as well. And you know, Jack Berger is a, a phenomenal player, but he was a bit of an unknown quantity. We we'd not really seen much of him. 
Samuel that, Manoa. Samuel Manoa, yeah. Samuel again, Manoa. I mentioned it's like Samuel Manoa and who was the other one that you just mentioned before Nan, uh, after Nansen? Um, and Nemzadzi. Not Nemzadzi. He was, he was ages ago. Oh, I've completely. Samuel Hidalgo Klein. No, I don't. Th- actually, this is difficult. Hidalgo Klein has definitely disappointed me because I, I, yeah, I, I we're looking forward bags to bags of talent. Bags of talent. Um, He's good. Nansen, Nansen has, has been a disappointment for the Dragons because that was kind of mooted as, oh yeah, we need a, t- we need a tight 5-4 if we've got the guy. And he's been okay in patches. But a lot of these signings, there's a, there's a theme here, isn't there? They haven't been great. No, I, I, I would agree. It's been really poor. I've run through all... Sub-question, the, yeah. is that because the Welsh regions can't afford top quality talent or has the recruitment not been good enough? I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. Mm. I mean, we can't afford top talent, can we? So we're probably relying a little bit on past reputation. Um, and yeah, we haven't, I suppose we haven't actually identified the right players. Mm. Um, and you're not always going to get it right. We have had some good it's signs. It's strange though, because Hidalgo Klein was a player who burst on the scene, I don't know, four or five years ago. It looked really good. I remember in particular that um, when Dragons made it to the, the semi-finals of the, of the Parker Pen. He had a fantastic game for Edinburgh there and that wasn't the only really good performance that he put in throughout that season. And then his stock kind of waned, didn't look as though he was able to, to back it up. But then last season, in the tail, tail part of last season, you thought, oh right, there's going to be, there's going to be a resurgence here. And then Cockrell's let him go and he's, he's turned up. And normally the Scarlet's recruitment is so sharp. They've done it time and time again. And this one just has not worked. Yeah. So he, would, he would be up there. He would be. My, I think he'd be the one I'd be looking at. What about you? If you had to pick many of those players, I think Nansen's up there for me. I was mm. really looking forward to to them getting uh, a hard, a hard man to come in, and it just hasn't worked off. So Manoa is is another one that's going to be mentioned, but he's. I think it's, it's a bit unfortunate exactly if that is the case. There's there, a family. Yeah. No one exactly knows do they whether that is the case, but I was looking forward to seeing him. I think you were. Oh, he was quality when he was, when he was at Northampton. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I remember Samuel Manoa being like. I mean, Nimzadzi, that, that's, we haven't seen him at all, have we? I mean, you look at, so you look at the, look, let's look at the Scarlets, the Scarlets who they brought in, yeah? Fonatia? Dan, you're ruining the best signing bit now as well. Just stick to, stick to this disappointment. I'm, Come consi- on. I'm consistent though, aren't I? I'm always going on to the next question, so <laughs> you can't, I know consistency is a big thing for you. It is a big thing for me. Come on, right. right out, of, out of these players that you've mentioned, we've had a short list of about 35. Which one would you say has been the most disappointing? I'm going to go with Manoa. Okay. For me, it's not entirely his fault. No, that's what I, I'm almost... I, I'd be tempted to give him a pass. And I am disappointed because I wanted to see him. Okay, all right, you can go for that. I think Hidalgo Klein is probably the one out of the list who's... Disappointed me the most. Okay, you can have the you can have the uh, the All final right, say. I'm gonna go, so. go Samadago Klein's the, the biggest disappointment. Okay, next category, please. Let's go on to best signing then. Okay, just just there we are because I've already answered more it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm starting. Go on. Yeah, Scarlets. Mm-hmm. Fonatier. Great, good signing. signing. He's played well, hasn't he? He's been very good. Apart from the last game where he was poor, he lost his head a bit. He did a little bit, but he's been he's been good as we expected because I think he's a class player. Yeah, he played really well in the mm. opening opening games, didn't mm. he? Um, Blade Thompson, he will be seen as a good. hit when he's when he's fit again. He's a good player. Cassiem, I've not been. I, I think you can almost <laughs> drop him in the disappointing category. Actually, I think the last couple of games he has looked better and shown he showed that glimpse in the second half against against Cardiff yeah. last week. And he was good in the game against Munster. Some lovely handling skills. He's not. He's not looked as good as he did when he was playing in South Africa. He didn't look. He, for me, he hasn't looked like a, a Springbok quality number eight. I'd agree. With so you. I'd be. I, I'd be inclined to put him in the more disappointing. We should have category. brought him in then to. to yeah. Oh, to what am I talking about? Blummer Cheese is the one we've forgotten. We've mentioned him earlier. I know, but he should have won. He's been hopeless. He's winning best haircut, though, isn't he? Oh, yeah, it's true. He's been a disappointment. He has he's been, been a great fun. Yeah. Anyway, it's too late for that. Carry on. Okay. So he's yeah, Clayton Bloomer cheese. Phil Price, Sam and Daniel Klein, Kieran Hardy from the Jersey Reds. Yeah, that's been a shrewd signing. Really good signing. Angus O'Brien. Oh, but just been unlucky. He just pinged it. What, what was it? His knee did in that yeah, that European game. Unlucky. Yeah. Ed Kennedy from Ranwick. Another shrewd signing. 
Matthew Davis from Neath, Mark Jones from Sale. So that was yeah, the Scarlet. Squad players, yeah. So mixed, mixed bag. Um, the, problem, the problem that we've said before, the problem the Scarlet's had is they weren't able to fill the boots of Burn and Barkley, and that's, that's no mean feat. I think had Thompson stayed fit throughout the season, that would have definitely helped. But it's, it's more those peripheral squad players, I think, that have been a disappointment. Blomachies, I was expecting more from. Likewise for me, Cassie, I'm sure there'll be Scarlet's fans who would disagree and say I'm being a bit harsh there, but he hasn't, he hasn't blown me away and Hidalgo Klein's been a disappointment. So it's, it's been a mixed bag. So Ospreys, Scott Williams, great signing. Good signing, yeah. He's, yeah. Looked, he's looked really good when fit, hasn't he? Yeah, that's, that's been his problem this season. Ale Davis has been... You said it off air. I think solid, solid, being spectacular. solid without being spectacular, yeah. And, and arguably that's the way he plays. He's got very good service, he's got good box kicking game. He's not... I suppose he's at that little bit of a disadvantage where you've got other Welsh scrum halves like Thomas Williams, like like Gareth Davis, who are that bit more eye-catching because they score a lot of tries. Yeah, solid solid signing, certainly. So Leslie Klim we touched upon. Yeah. Tom Boffer and the Cheetahs. Yeah, not been as imposing as I would, ha- I would have no, hoped. We, I was expecting more. Mm. Um, North. North's been good. North's, North's yeah, played well, North's hasn't been he? good. Um, uh, Claudine Nemzazi, as we mentioned, Luke Morgan, fantastic signing, great signing, up John, there actually for me. I yeah. think he's he's definitely on the shortlist. Yeah, definitely. And then Johnny Cotsey, that short term signing, yeah, that, that, that short term signing. Yeah. Um, so let's have a little look then at the. Uh, so we mentioned Cardiff and we we mentioned the Blues earlier. <laughs> you list every single signing. Come on, fire through it, man. We only we'll be here till bloody midnight. Um, no, Come on, who are, the, who are the best? You haven't even gone through the Dragons yet. Dragons have got like 20 odd signings have we gone through. Let, right, the best, the best signings is what, we're, is what we're trying to get to here. Now, I think out of those, I would be inclined to look at Luke Morgan is the one who stands out for me. That was a very shrewd bit of business and shows what talent there is out there in the sevens, in the sevens circuit. I think uh, I've got Luke Morgan down. Fonatia. You've got everyone down, Dan. You've got, got four. 50 players are in Four, so Luke Morgan, Fonatia. Yeah. I think Corey Allen. Uh, Is he this season? No, probably not. <laughs> okay. Well, for, uh, yeah. Hang on, no, he's mixed. He's, he's somewhere else. North. North. I think North. Yeah. Uh, North's been a good signing for, uh, for the Ospreys, hasn't he? He has. He's been very good. I am inclined to go for Luke Morgan out of that. Yeah. He's been the one player for the so Ospreys who has looked really edgy and exciting in a back line that's not that's barely kept the ball in hand. And he got selected for Wales. He got selected for Wales. Didn't have his, didn't have his, his best game and hasn't really featured since. But he didn't I, have the ball, did he? No, I wouldn't rule him out. He'll play for Wales again, and I wouldn't rule him out sneaking into that World Cup squad. He will certainly be in that training squad, and if he can put together, a, you know, a run of performances in those warm-up games or really impressed during training then he's the kind of X-factor player you might want in the squad so he'd be my signing what about you are you inclined to agree yeah I'll go with Luke Morgan as well yeah alright Luke Morgan signing of the season next up so let's go to best young player okay yeah depends on what we're saying as young <laughs> alright should we go age wise but no let's keep it open alright yeah, yeah okay. Okay. I'll get to interpretation so the guy that I've got down yeah is Adam Beard. Good shout. 23. Yeah. Been a stalwart for <clears> the Welsh side, hasn't he? Hasn't lost in a Welsh shirt. Yeah. And he's just, he has got better and better with each game. Yeah. And I still think he's got a lot more to go. And we're, ju- we're judging this on regional form, right? So form in either the Pro 14 or the European Yeah, well, his regional form's got him in. But that's what's got him in. The Welsh squad, isn't it? Agree more. Yeah. And there's, but there's, a, there's, a, there's a few other players, I think, mm-hmm. that need to be mentioned as well. So Owen Watkin has looked, yeah, he's, has looked I, very, he's, 20, he's 22, you forget that. There's loads more to come from him. And it, you look at the turnover stats on the... Uh, and as yeah, you know, I'm not one for stats. I'm not one for stats. But Johnny. he's up there in the turnover stats for the, for the season. And it's because of that, that turnover... Uh, sorry, that ripping ability that he's got. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, be, he's been great. You know, Thomas Williams in there as well at 24. Um, he feels younger than that, doesn't he? He does, yeah. I mean, I'm the, the, the surprise, Owen Watkins, just, you think that he's, you know, 26, 26, yeah. 22. Yeah. He's, he's a big lump, isn't he? Um, Jared Evans, 23. 
playing really well. Um, Dylan Lewis again, twenty three. Yeah, fine. Church play. Village. So yeah, there's <laughs> a bit of a theme. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on to this, right? Go on. So Dylan Lewis, twenty three, Church Village. Yeah. Board. Jared Evans, twenty three, yeah, Ponty. Ponty. Liam Belcher, twenty three, Church Village. Thomas Williams, twenty four, Triorki. Millard. Yeah. Another another great young player. Ponty. Ponty. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a, there's a lot coming through that channel. There is. Yeah, there is. And look, oh God, we can't we can't digress into into talking about no, you know, having a team in the valleys. But that ta- the talent is there. The talent is undoubtedly there, and and they are they're quality players. Every player that all, you all of them, that you yeah. mentioned in there. Uh, for me, Jared Evans is the one for best young player. Yeah. However, you've missed a couple off because you've got your blue centric agenda as usual because you're a closet Cardiff Blues fan. And and it's the winning one as well, Dan. This guy is the the winner out of all of this. Aaron Wainwright. Yeah. I know he I know he played a bit last season, but he's over here. He twenty one. Twenty one and he plays like an absolute he plays like a vet, doesn't he? He, he does. plays like he's been playing in that back row for a long time. Yeah. In my opinion, he's he's just been astonishing. His rise over the last two years has been fantastic. As you know, I'm, I'm a massive, massive fan of his. But for me, and in that side, you know, it's not easy to look good in that in that. Yeah, he's, he's he's developing very, very well, isn't he? And in the back row, it's not an easy, not an easy place to go. But certainly, I think it's neck and neck with 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 Beard the way he stepped mm-hmm. in, and especially towards the back end of that Six Nations campaign, and 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 against Ireland, where he was he was incredible. I played a, he had a, a brilliant game there, defensively. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it's as clear cut as you make it out there. Hmm. Who are we going? Who are we going with? It's a flip of the coin for me. I don't know if it is a fr- yeah. It's really difficult because I think in terms of eye catching performances, Jared Evans would be the one that you'd look at. But then, as you said, the two players that you've that you've drawn attention to. You've got a lot of game time as well. So yeah. if we look at Alan Beard, he's had a lot of game time. Yeah. It's it's the more games you play, generally speaking, the more likely you are to probably make a mistake. He's made very few. This is true. I'll let you have the cast. I, you... I think it's Aaron Wainwright. Okay. Oh, do you know what though? You're right, because judging it on regional form, I would be going for Wainwright, but then it's hard to ignore what Beard did, particularly in that last game in Six that Nations. last game. I'm going for Wainwright, but... I'm going for Beard, but we'll go with Wainwright. Well, and I had the casting vote earlier, didn't I? So you can have that one. It's All Adam right. Beard. It's Adam Beard, it is. All right. Next up, best overseas player. Best overseas player. Is this just you? Are you going to read another 50 players out there? <laughs> no. Uh, this is, so this could be, this could be anyone, This isn't easy. It's not it's easy. Not. All right. A few players then that... I, I think Johnny McNichol has showed form of being, particularly in recent times, of being his his old self. Is he going to play for Wales? Uh, yeah, I think he will. Sign another two-year deal, isn't he? Yeah, I, th- I think he probably will. Uh, I tell you a player, this isn't a particularly glamorous one, but someone who's put in an almighty shift this season. That's George Earl at the Blues. Yeah, like him. You know, gr- just real pure grunt. Pure grunt. And, and that's, what they, that's what they've needed. So I think he's put in... Yeah, he's put in a, a serious shift. He's not, an, you know, he's not an eye-catching Regan King style overseas signing, is he? But he's someone who just does, just does absolutely. Does what you want from a second one. Yeah, kind of stuff that I was never good enough or hard-working enough to do. Anyone else that that has has caught your eye, Dan? Um, I mean, I've, I've Ollie Robinson is yeah. is <clears throat> every single game. That's a good shout. He's arguably up there for man of the match. I think he is. He's yeah. He's he's uh, he's just been such a shrewd signing. Yeah. Again, pure graft over the ball, and he's been rewarded for it, isn't he? With you know extensions because um, he was only brought in initially, wasn't he? On the short. He was term. born on loan last short season and then signed full time over the over the summer, which and it'd be hard to see, understand why. You know, to see the Cardiff Blues without him now, wouldn't it? Um, also, he doesn't get injured. Oh, Dan, don't say that. You're going to curse him. You're going to absolutely curse him. Down at, down at the Ospreys, not really anyone down there from the, from the overseas players. 
who you know particularly kind of springs to mind. Now the overseas guys, the Ospreys, have been disappointing. I would say. Yeah, or haven't featured. You know, haven't been been more in the kind of the squad players. And there's a few in that bag from the Scarlets, isn't there as well? Really. Well, yeah. Again, we've we've covered most of them. A lot of them are there. A lot of them are the signings and the trackings as well. So yeah, we've gone through all that. Who are we going for? I'll let you take the lead on it. Go on. I, I'll go on Ollie Robinson. I think, yeah, I can't disagree with that. That's a, that is a really good shout. Ollie Robinson it is. All right, Ollie Robinson it is, which just leaves best player then. Best player? Best player of the year. It's so... Like, on, the thing is, like, if it was, shortlist. If you, the usual suspects of Alan Wynne jones Justin Tipperick, because... It's so hard, isn't it? Because their most eye-catching performances have been in the red shirt for Wales, but they never let the Ospreys down when they play, ever. So You see that, then you're with, when they're involved. Yeah, but then it's hard, you know, because the Ospreys have had a disappointing season to look at them. I suppose, you know, down at, down at the Dragons, it's, it's very difficult in a side that wins, you know, once, a, once every three months to, to pick someone and say that, that they're going to be the, the player of the region's as much as many of them have put in good performances. What about Cardiff? What are, who from down there would, would be close to making the shortlist for you? In, I think Dylan Lewis has, has done very well this season. Mm. You know, he's made it into the Welsh side, hasn't he? Yeah, has he played enough rugby to be player of the year, though? No, he hasn't, but he's, wor- he's worth a mention. Isn't yeah. he? Um, Jared Evans, we talked about him earlier, but he's up there for me. Ahead of Anscombe? No, probably not. I'd say Anscombe's going to be ahead of him, but you know, Jared Evans is a, is a young is a young guy, isn't he? At twenty three. Yeah, I think Jared Evans' shout would have been as as young player. I, I think that's that's where you'd um, that's where you'd, you'd look at him. I, yeah, I there's know. a bit of a crossover, isn't there? I mean, Thomas Williams has had a very good season, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, he's been fantastic. Really played well. Um, <clears throat> that's who I'd pick out. I think Anscombe's... Do you think, I think Anscombe's been really good for Cardiff. And you yeah. look at... You know, remember that try he scored against, uh, against Leon in the first... You know? Yes, yes. where well, he opened the, up. Yeah, he just carved just them back inside. Yeah, it's a great chat. I mean, Anscombe's... Yeah, it's hard to go beyond him, really, isn't it? And again, it's that form that's and it's kind of given him the, given him the nod the yeah. with Wales. That it, it's hard, isn't it, to just judge solely on, on regional form. That's, that's where it becomes difficult. I guess if you're looking at yeah, if we're looking at regional and international, which we're not, but go on. He's 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 probably getting the award, isn't he? No, I think if you're looking at regional and international, Adam and James walks away with it. Yeah, but he's played a lot of um, he's played a lot of club, he's played a lot of games for Cardiff Blues as well, isn't he? Anscombe. Yeah, whereas yeah. quite a few of the other guys have been rested at times a lot. Yeah, but I think I think what you, he's played. All right, okay. This is where I think you saw it last weekend, didn't he? This is where I think you you decide it is it's got to be based on the biggest impact that they've had for their team. Now, the player with the most impact for a Welsh region, I guess it's hard to look beyond Alan Wynne-Jones, but the Ospreys haven't really achieved anything this season. So, you know, I'd be, I'd be tempted to edge towards, towards Gareth Anscombe here. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Let's go with it. All right, let's go with it. Gareth Anscombe. Gareth Anscombe it is. Right, in the second half, we're going to be picking our combined Welsh Regions 15 for this season. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But first, a very quick break. Right, part two of the Attacking Scrum end of season-ish review. We're going to be picking our combined 15 from all the regions. So... The rules are as follows, Dan. You can have any player as long as they have played for the regions this season. So season 2018-19. doesn't matter whether they're overseas or Welsh. Right. Forwards or backs? Let's go, let's go backs first. We always go forwards first. All right, forwards first. <laughs> Why did you ask me? I don't know. You knew I was going to say backs. Yeah. <laughs> forwards. Okay. Right, loose head prop. You're forwards coach, aren't you? Usually. I am forwards coach, yeah. I tend to delegate, oh. I tend to delegate the, the scrummaging coaching because it's, uh, I know it's your, speciality. Rate, it's your speciality. But, uh, right. Loose head. Loose head. 
Now, I think this is Nicky Smith. Yep. 100%. Did Reason- you know? Go on. He's only 24. Is that right? He's only 24. There's a lot to come from him then, isn't there? Because... Loads. I've got to be honest, probably a year... Yeah, in fact, probably a year ago, I thought, is Nicky Smith going to kick on and be the player I really hoped he would be? He's close to most improved player of the year, isn't he? Mm. It, especially in that front row. He's, he's, the if scrum has gone so well. If only we'd have thought of an award for most, most improved, improved player. Yeah. He can have like, the, Mike, the Mike Lee award. I, I got that in football, which was the award that no one wanted. Because it was there. Mike Lee. Yeah, the, yeah it was a, it was, I don't know why it was the Mike Lee Award, whoever Mike Lee is, but it was the award that no one wanted. Yeah. I bloody got it. Yeah, that smacks it, you, it was it? sort of... Um, you still pick this up at Chesterton's, don't you? Effort, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I think he's... A couple of honourable mentions, you know, another solid season from Rob Evans. You love um, Rob Evans, do you? I, yeah, I think he's... A, I just I love, his, I love his energy around the pitch. But for me, Nicky Smith is Nicky the Smith. one. For regional form, really I think he's the one. That Huge engine around the park, isn't he? Scrummage well. Scrummaging has got much, much better. So They've got loads of turnovers. He's the one for me. The one who very excited about for the future, obviously he's, he's featured mainly off the bench this season, but I'm very excited, as I know Murph is, about Reese Carey. Because you've just seen that he's, he's just a freak. Is Murph he? his agent? No, I think he's his stalker. He should actually. be. Uh, but he's, uh, he's a player I'm, I'm really excited about watching watching going forward uh, but yeah in terms of the, the players that are the most impact Lou said Nicky Smith for me Hooker obviously we've got to go give an honourable mention to our to our loyal sponsor Scott Otten I think Scott's had another good season again Strong not, season, not been yeah. easy at the Ospreys but he's uh, he's done well down there and see Scott Baldwin's come back and um, I think it's hard to look past Ken Owens here in fact you can't look past he Ken Owens he's got it isn't he yeah, the only reason that he wouldn't get it was if you picked him as as number eight. Because I get it, number eight. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah, that was, that was my exact joke then, Dan. Oh. You just repeated, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, like, I think it's got, it's got to be Ken Owens. His performances at Hooker have been as solid and dependable as ever. His leadership's been fantastic, and then you put in the fact that he's had to do a couple of shifts at number eight and performed well there. You can't really grumble that. He's a leader. He's a real, a real fantastic club man, and it's you know he's replicated it in a in a red jersey of Wales as well. So he's the one for me. And again, you know, good good seasons for Ryan Elias, Elliot D. You know, I think Chris Dacey's been playing well of late. So you know, there's there's some good options at hookers. Belcher's shown some glimpses when he's come off the bench. Yeah, Belcher's played about two games, isn't he? But yeah, I, I do like him. I do like him. He's a he's good raw talent. Um, I don't know why I've just, I've, just, I've just launched at you there I've done exactly the same thing by mentioning Reese Carey but yeah Belch is a good player too but uh, yeah I think that's got to Ken be Owens. Owens right tight head prop so this is between three I think Arhip Dylan Lewis and Samson Lee I'm going Dylan Lewis mm. I think Dylan Lewis is, has done a very very good job um, youngster coming in Scrummage well. He's been up against it, hasn't he? You know, Danny famously said that he didn't didn't rate him in the front row. Yeah, which is interesting, isn't it? He's, you know, he's. Uh, I think he's taken that it taken that on board and really sort of wanted to prove a point to him, really. And uh, he's done it for me. And his loop, you know, we know what he, we know what he can do in the loose. He looks like that's what really impress- right That's what really impresses me is over the ball. He is so so good. He is so good over the, over the ball, but what what's what's impressing me more is the the scrummage inside of him, which isn't perfect, but it's not going to be, is it? When he's not at that age, when he's twenty three. So yeah, he's um, he's gone well. How far can he go? Yeah, he's got it. I think he's got it all. You know, he's um, he's only going to get better, isn't he, on the scrummage mm. side of things? You know, get he's going to be learning from. Uh, you know, Gethin's going to be helping him out there, isn't he? Um, and I'm pretty sure um, I'm pretty sure Adam Jones is a fan of his as well, isn't he? So I didn't ask him when I was hanging around with him the other night. I, was, I should have done. But look, I think he's, he's gazing into his eyes, really. <laughs> no, he kept looking at me, saying, "I don't trust him. He's a journo." So uh, yeah, be I'm, true. Not, I'm not. In, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not true. I'm not. I'm not good enough to be a journo. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a good shout. You happy with Dylan Lewis? Yeah. yeah, I think Arhip's done a you know done a lot of the grunt, and he's, he does exactly what you expect, and he's been a big loss to the Ospreys and a big gain to Cardiff, I think. But yeah, in terms of in terms of players, I've been most impressed with, and yeah, I, I'm happy to go with Dylan Lewis as a choice there. Right, second row. Obviously, a couple that we've mentioned already, and Alan Wynne Jones, Adam Beard, been fantastic for the Ospreys and brilliant for Wales. That sound is the sound of Dan's dog. If you can hear it, you can pick it up on the microphone. Um, so, Corey Hill would be another one I'd, I'd add into the mix. I think he's been, again, it's hard to look good in the Dragons' side, but he's, he's done that. He's done a very good job there. Josh Turnbull, I would say, has oh. been, you know, again, put in a shift. God, he's George had a good Earl, season. Like we said, you know. He's had a good season in the, in the second row, in the back row, back in the second row in the back row yeah, and just plays the full 80 doesn't it time and time again and gives everything brilliant servant so what we got I mean you can't pick you can't pick a side of the season and leave Alan Jones out of it so it's not possible he, he's nailed on that five shirt I, you know, I, I think he'll be retired and you'll still be picking him in these things um, who partners him then for me I think that kind of answers I think you've got to go with Beard, go with given Beard. everything you've said in the in the first half of the show. And if you're actually coaching this side, they look like they they're coupling, you know, becoming a really good complement to one another. And you've got that mixture of that mixture of Adam Beard's set piece quality and size and bulk. And then you've got Alan Wynne Jones with the the stuff he's worked really hard at. You know, is Ball skills. His ball skills and, and you know, his leadership and just the sheer amount of hard work that he gets through. So I think you know, yeah, that, looking, that's a damn good second round. They're looking like a good combo, aren't they, with his, you know, Adam Beard's defensive strengths as well. You think you know, Adam Beard, it started in the summer for him, didn't it? On, yeah. the, on the tour of Argentina. And he just, he just continued to build on that just slowly. So yeah, happy with that combo. All right, back row. Six. Six is Wainwright for me. Uh, again, honourable mentions for the likes of Boyd. And Mc- should, we, should we go through a few players? Because you could have a few different variants here, couldn't you? Yeah. So a few players who, who've, I've enjoyed watching this season. Wainwright, Boyd, McLeod, uh, Lewis Hughes in the last couple of weeks. You know, probably hasn't played, Hughes, enough, yeah. hasn't played enough rugby to make should it Should have mentioned side, him earlier, yeah. Honourable mention. And then you've got this wealth of sevens. Ellis Jenkins, Ollie Robinson, Josh Navidi, Tipperick, Ollie Griffiths. Who've all been? Who've all been? Dan really, Hughes. Really good. Dan Hughes. Dan, sorry, Dan. Um, Dan Davis. Dan Davis, <laughs> Dan yeah. Davis for uh, I think I work with Dan Hughes. Dan, Dan Davis for the Scarlet. Good young player. Yeah. And then at eight, I think Nick Williams, Ross Moriarty, you know, Blake Thompson would be the ones in there. Personally, I, I out of all of those, Nick Williams at eight is the one that I would have nailed on. I think he makes such a difference to Cardiff when he's playing, and to be doing what he does at the age he is, he just he just seems that he seems to get better with age. Yeah, yeah, he does. Makes him and he's a proper eight. Cardiff yeah. is a totally different side with him yeah. now, isn't he? And as brilliant as Moriarty has been for Wales, and he has been, it's been it's been he's been limited in his game time for the Dragons, and hasn't been as eye catching. You know, like we said, you know, you watch him against the Ospreys and. Through no fault of his own, it just doesn't feel like it's the same Ross Moriarty that it is when he's playing for Wales. Not through any lack of effort, but because it's not a cohesive team unit. So, for me, Nick Williams at eight is would be my starting point. Yeah, he's consistently good, isn't he, all season? And Josh Navidi has to be in there somewhere. Either at six or seven. I think he just has to be. I'd be tempted to go Josh Navidi at seven and Aaron Wainwright at six. So, no Tipperick. Oh... Shit. It's criminal, isn't it? Or then, okay, right, maybe this is it. Maybe Nick Williams does. Oh, again, this is difficult, right? Because if you were. <laughs> I think Tipperick <clears throat> has to be the seven. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Nick the, Williams, if, yeah. if we're looking at. If we're looking at. Nick Williams has had a great season, hasn't he? Yeah. He really has. Um, let's take his age into consideration as well, because right. that's impressive. Now, you six. You can't leave Navidi out. So, six is Navidi. And Alan Wainwright, isn't it? Well, oh. 
the, Aaron Wainwright's gonna gonna have his time, isn't he? Yeah, all he's right, gonna yeah. have his time. That's true. Nick Williams has got twenty years <laughs> on him, so <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, we'll, oh, we'll we'll have Wainwright on the bench this time round. Moving on to the backs, then Dan, your area of supposed expertise. <laughs> it's been a joy to watch a lot of these nines. Thomas Williams, I think, has been fantastic. Really excited to watch. But this is your opportunity. This is your platform. Tell us how brilliant Lloyd Williams is. <laughs> Lloyd's, <laughs> Lloyd's had a, a strong season. He's had a good, uh, very good season. Um, but Cardiff Blues <clears throat> are seem, seem, seemingly favouring uh, Thomas, aren't they? Well, I think he's the, um, he's, the, he's the more exciting choice. Lloyd offers you more control. So yeah. having both they, in the match they day squad is great. Well together, yeah. It's like we've been saying, when well, Wales having bigger announcements is fantastic because you have that option to bring bigger on and tighten things up. I think it's, it works well for Cardiff too that you have Lloyd Williams on the bench to come on and, and add that stability and structure when Thomas Williams is giving you the, the flair and the excitement in attack. A couple of other players who we've mentioned already, Alec Davis, you know, like we said, has been, has been solid. Gareth Davis, it's been an interesting season for him. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not as eye-catching as before, but what I've really noticed with him is the amount that he brings to a defensive line. That's the, that is the thing I've really noticed this That's time. Some huge performances for Wales, isn't it? Yeah. He really has. I know we've said it so many times, he does make errors, mm. but he makes up for it in other areas, isn't he? Yeah. He's a real, real animal. Kieran yeah. yeah, Kieran Hardy, as we said, has been a Kieran Hardy's has been a good sharp. signing. Yeah, it's an honourable mention. And Rodri Williams, like you said, it's, it's it's strange watching him kick the ball this much. It's not. Yeah. Been, it's not been as he's not been as much fun to watch as I'd have hoped. And but then is it is it because of what's around him? What's I, yeah, it's him? definitely you know, what's around him. I mean, the pa- it's so difficult as a nine, isn't it, playing in front of that pack? So. Um, all right. Well, it's Thomas Williams is is gig for me. I think he's been the the, the form the form nine this season. Yeah, let's go with him. Okay, ten is a really interesting one because you've got Jared Evans, you've got Anscombe. Patchell has had a has been missing at, at crucial Hit times miss. this season, and then he obviously he's come back. And the game that's freshest in the mind is the is that uh, that difficult game that he had at Cardiff. Then you've got. The Dragons, who haven't had a 10 all season, they've chopped and changed between Josh Lewis, Tubby's come back, you had Henson doing the odd stint in there, so it'd be very difficult to pick a Dragons player at 10. And down at the Ospreys, likewise, been a difficult situation there. Yeah, I, yeah, it's been been chanting, isn't it, with Sam Davis and, um, and uh, Luke down there, isn't it? Um, it's got to be between two guys. And it's the two two Cardiff Blues boys, isn't yep. it? Yeah, Jared and Jared, and they. You, I don't think we can look beyond beyond Anscombe, can we? Really, truthfully, he's um, he's your ten, unless you pick him at put, fifteen. Yeah, we put we put Jared at ten, and uh, and put him at fifteen. Should we come back to that? Let's come back to it. Yeah. All right. What about in the centres? Couple of players. I think Corey Ann's done a really good shift do. for, uh, for yeah. the Ospreys. Again, coming back to age, just looking. I was just yeah. looking at earlier on lots of the ages. He's only twenty six. Yeah, he's twenty six. He's been around a long time, hasn't he? He's balding, but yeah, yeah. And he, well, I think he was capped when he was twenty yeah. or something, wasn't he? So he's had a good season. He's, he's been around. He's been. I think he's been very dependable. If he can just stay fit, yeah, and that's the worry with him. But um, yeah, I've liked. I've liked watching him. And yeah, playing him at centre helps. Rather than you know that bizarre stretch he was out on the wing, he's yeah. definitely not a winger. So you know, honourable mention for him. Then I think Fonatier, who Fonatier. we've mentioned already, has impressed me. Hadley Parks, John Fox, excellent, excellent yeah. as, as usual, really. I mean, Hadley Parks, strangely, is had a tough. His regional, regional form has not been great yeah. actually. So I, I think, as, as strange as it is, you can kind of discount him. Crucially, he's performed for Wales. Mm. While he's probably been in there on past credit, he's performed for Wales in the, on the biggest occasion, and particularly those last two games in the Grand Slam against Scotland against Ireland, you could not fault him. So, but but for regional form, I'd argue he's probably not not yeah, in there. It dipped, didn't it? Yeah, massively dipped. And you got Halaholo, Lilo, Millard down at the Blues. Yeah, I mean the challenge here is it's just to not pick a not pick an entirely Blues 
orientated side. side. Yeah. But I think Scott Scott Williams has played very well. For I think him. Scott's been good for the Ospreys when he's when he's been. I think he's, again his problem is he's had two bad injuries this season, which has limited his game. But they've time. looked very different, haven't they? When he's been involved, yeah, they and have. he leads. He's a leader in that side. Alan Clark's come out and said it. And uh, Watkins and Watkins, yeah, singular. Um, Watkin. Watkin has looked has looked good. I think John Fox plays thirteen. He's always playing thirteen. Yeah, I just don't think you can look past it. So what I think. What are you going to do when he goes? Oh, don't you always say this? Like, don't I can't I can't think about that yet. I don't think about Gatlin leaving. I don't think about John Fox retiring. I don't about any of these things at this moment in time. I want to bury my head in the sand. Alan Wynn. Alan Wynn. Oh, Alan Wynn's going to play till he's 50 anyway. Yeah, so I don't, think that, I don't think that particularly matters. Um, look, there's, there's, good, there's good young talent coming through, like we say, and those, those players will step up. <sighs> See, now I'm starting to think. Now, now I'm starting to think. Does it, who you pick at 12, does that then depend on who you pick at 10? 10. But actually, I, with Evans and Anscom, I don't think it does. I don't think it's like you're picking bigger and you need a you know you need a second ball player in there. I think actually. So we're not looking better. at we're just looking at the out and out player. Yeah. We're not looking at how cohesive it's going to be. Okay, I'm calling this now. Jared Evans at ten and Anscom at fifteen. I think if you look at the most attractive rugby that's been played this season, it's been the Blues when they've had those dual playmakers. It's been really exciting. We're not on fifteen yet. Though. No, but that's what I'm saying is I think that's. That's the decision I'm making okay. at 10. Yeah, let's go with that. Evans at 10, Anscombe at 15, John Fox at 13. Who then plays at 12? Who then plays at 12? I'm tempted to go with uh, with Watkin. I think he's had a good season. Mm. We haven't seen a huge amount of him in the Welsh shirt, have we? But he's played, played a lot for the Ospreys. Um, got that steal. It's exciting to see him inside Jared. Halaholo and Lilo. We have not mentioned should either of those. Them, should we keep them for next year? Well, if you look at that way, surely you, keep, surely you keep them walking for this year. Oh, right, well, aren't they? Yeah, that's they true. Are, they? Um, well, Halaholo is, yeah. Lilo's Lilo, Lilo, Lilo so Halaholo, yeah. 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 Um, all right, let's go walking. He's had a good year. He has had a good season. Good Wingers? I think I think North North has had a good season. I he's think. had it. He has. He's had Luke a, Morgan's had a good season. They, yeah, they both have. Um, North's gone a lot better than than I anticipated. Really. Yeah. Um, I know that's a bit of a funny thing to say because it's well, George you, North, but he's. But again, you don't know how his form with the international players. They're only ever going to feature for a certain amount of time. And at the Ospreys, where you're not in the top tier of the European competition. It's harder to make that level of impact. Similar to Moriarty at the Dragons, who's almost on a hide into nothing because you know he's going to be away with Wales. Yeah. And then he comes back. He's had concussions. He's not. He was suspended at the start of the season. He hadn't had a real opportunity to make that impact, and it's difficult to do so. But well, I think North has we, North has shown glimpses of what he's like. Owen Lane. Owen Lane. Yeah, that's a huge shout. Well, how have we not mentioned him already? You've <laughs> mentioned every player who's. Uh, Who's registered? You, you, you threw me off players. when you started saying when you you've, you're reading out too many players. Uh, Alex Summerhill, when he's played, yeah, I, th- I don't think Summerhill's played enough to get in this team. But Owen Lane, I think he's was a worth, good worth a mention, though. Yeah, um, Luke Morgan, you mentioned. Honourable mention for Tom Pridey here. I know it's not glamorous, and I know he's not in the side at the moment. But I think he's played some good rugby this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I think Owen Lane Lane's got a shit got. Got one of the shirts, isn't he? What about this? Lane on one wing and Luke Morgan on the other. So no North. Ooh. Lane and North's a big. Uh, a but, big but you think, team. like you know, like North North has been good. I agree. But Morgan is Morgan has been sensational. He has played. And I, I, if you're just going on regional form, and the way in which he's come in from the sevens, and just yeah. looked, it's looked pretty seamless, isn't it? I know a couple of question marks in defence. Yeah, let's go with him. Let's go with him, Morgan. Um, and Lane, yeah, I'm mulling over this this Watkin decision. Like, you're not happy with it? Are you? No, no, I, I think he's a great player. Well, very good player, should we say? Great is your thing. You say everyone's a great player. He's a very good player. You very talented. Using great. I know. He's a very talented player. I just wonder whether you can pick two Ospreys in a in a back line when they've you know they've kicked the leather off the ball all season. So I'd be happy with Morgan. I I do like Watkin. 
But I wonder whether that's been a bit harsh on, on Halalolo, who again has just been, you know, those dancing feet. He's just been they, electric they, fun to watch. You can't defend them, can you? Not Cardiff players on the side. So the hot step is in, is he? Look, you can have the final call. Your backs coach. Who goes? Who goes in? Cardiff Blues is in. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, right. So this side to recap: Nicky Smith, Ken Owens, Dylan Lewis, Adam Beard, Alan Wynne Jones, Josh Navidi, Justin Tipperick, Nick Williams, Thomas Williams, Jared Evans, Willis Halaholo. John Davis, Luke Morgan, oh, Owen yeah. Lane, and Gareth Anscombe. That's not a bad side, Good is side. it? I'd like to. I'd like that'd be that'd be fun to coach. Good side. Good side. What coach would get the best out of that side? Out, what? Of, out of the re, the Welsh region. The Welsh regions. Okay. Um, well, it's between Mulverhill. It's between Mulverhill and Pivac. Be good to see Pivak with that, wouldn't it? It would be. It would be. I don't know. I, I, look, I think if you look at what they've done over the course of time, so if you include Scarlet from last season, Actually, you'd have to go Pivak, wouldn't you? Let's see what would be good. Do you know what it'd be good to see? Kerry Joe, how, how well he would do with that back. He'd do anything for that side. I think he'd do anything for. You Come know, on, support your own. For two of those players. Dragons. Yeah, he is. He's the, let's let him coach that. See how well he does. No, I think you've got to give that to either Mulville or, or Pivak. I'm, I'm, I'd love to see. I'd love to see the Dragons guys have. Uh, Would you? Yeah. I don't think you'd be giving it to Alan Clark based on this season's. You know, you'd have a. Yeah, you'd have Jared Evans kicking it every time. Every time he had the ball, and that's not what I want to see. But it's an interesting. It's an interesting setup, and interesting the amount of Cardiff Blues players in there. Like we said a few pods ago, are they going to be the the region to watch next season? Yeah, at the moment they are, aren't they? I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Matthew Morgan. <laughs> Look, um, yeah, he's not going to be in this. He's not going to be in this side, is he? He's in your but, side. He's in your side. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd probably squeeze Jordan Williams into one of the wings. <laughs> yeah. as well. Jordan Williams, Luke, Luke Morgan. Um, <laughs> you know, I'd, uh, I'd have a few, a few yeah. like that. I'd probably move. Um, yeah. yeah, Cardiff Blues. They're they they are very exciting at the moment, aren't they? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the Scarlets next season as well. With a new coaching setup, mm. I think they'll, uh, you know, they really turn a corner as soon as the they get over these these injuries that they've had, which has just decimated the squad, um, and the Ospreys. To be honest, as well, they've got some decent players there, and we saw the beginnings of some good, fast running rugby where they were passing the ball through the hands, which we've seen not not enough of. So there's there's plenty plenty to look forward to. All right, Dan. Last question before we finish. Which player who's not made it into this, into this fifteen, will, will will be in it next season? Aaron Aaron Wainwright. Yeah. Yeah. And in the forwards, I wonder whether um, Seb Seb Davis might mm. may sort of come through. I'm hoping. You know, I'm hoping yeah. for that. Um, so a little thing in the backs. We picked Owen Lane, didn't we? Yeah. I think he's massively exciting. I tell you, I think he's going to be in there in the backs. Going another Cardiff player, or soon to be Cardiff player. I think Josh Adams. No, Josh Adams will be in. I yeah. think that's yeah. it. You know, he's yeah. uh, he's on this upward yeah. trajectory, and I think he's going to he's going to put that yeah. that same form together for the Blues. Just thinking of a. Going off a bit, but we didn't mention Tame Basham as well, didn't we? Good shout. Good shout. Who's uh, who's looked good? Um, anyone in the anyone in the front row that will uh, will come into the fray for next year? So hookers. What's well, Elliot D and Ken, isn't it? Elias. No, I think that's we've run through. We've run through. We've probably missed a couple, haven't we? Well, I think, I think, doing I think off the cuff. Yeah, from doing it off the cuff, you probably will. And if there is someone that you think, if you disagree with our side, which I'm sure a lot of you will, feel free to yeah. let us know at Attacking Scrum. Um, usual rules apply with this. Let's treat it like the, the pub chat that this is, uh, but try not to get too abusive. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you think. Who should be in that side? Who shouldn't be in there? 
Scott Williams. Scott Williams will be, be in there next year. There we go. Dan's made, Dan's made his final decision. So yeah, let us know what you think on Twitter at Attacking Scrum. You can do the same on Facebook by liking our Facebook page and doing our Facebook group as well, which is called Wales Rugby Fans. Follow us on Instagram, which is uh, Welsh Rugby Attacking Scrum. And of course, final words to our sponsors at So Coffee Trades. If you want to get your hands on some great coffee, you can do it at the website, which is socoffeetrades.co.uk. Or you could do it by downloading the app, which is available in the, the App Store or however you get your apps. We'll be making a return to analysing uh, weekend rugby when we get back to the usual routine next week. But hopefully you've enjoyed this one and we'll chat rugby with you very, very soon. Podcast Network.